This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. It's match day. We can finally get Arsenal's campaign with the last four matches left to go underway with a huge game today against Leeds United. Looking forward to what will hopefully be a comfortable victory, not putting us on edge, not setting on any nerves or anything like that. Fingers crossed we're just going to see a nice, chilled 3-0 win, because that's the prediction I went for on the Arsenal Lounge, and I could really do with those points, because Lev is worrying me how close he's getting uh, in the predictions table. But good morning to everybody joining us in the chat box. Before I say good morning to everybody, first things first, um, and thank you, Owen, for letting me know as well. Uh, I uh, have been informed that one of our most treasured members uh, had a very special day yesterday, Jared Carver, uh, a lot of you will know because he's been on the channel loads of times one of our initial early members and early listeners of the channel that's gone on to you know do his own podcasts and and get involved with more podcasts and obviously do the Gunners pod with Mike and Owen and Andy and Mike so uh, yeah a massive congratulations to Jared who got married yesterday so just want to give him some well wishes and I'm sure the chat box will join me in wishing Jared uh, and his is now misses a massive congratulations as well so uh there you go. Uh, Jared, I hope when you watch this back, I don't expect you to watch it back today, but I do expect you to watch it back. You will uh, <laughs> you'll see the nice messages, I'm sure, that are coming through in the chat box. Um, good morning to Matt G, to Simon, to Rahil, uh, to Joshua. Good morning to Trevor, to Paul, to Olu, to Rich. Good morning, guys. Rancid, Stevie, Cubics, Drizzy. Uh, we've got uh, Marcus in here as well. Steve Stone, Jose, Omar. Uh, Blackshine, Martin, Owen, of course. Uh, Lynn, good morning. Uh, good morning to Jay Simon. Good morning to Daz, to Big O, to Brad, to Minty Fresh, uh, to BDG. Good morning to everybody. Hope you're doing good and well today. And uh, let's uh, let's crack on with today's stories because there's some quite good ones um to to discuss as well manchester united saw oh, the gift that just keeps on giving is man united losing in spectacular fashion to brighton to not only cost them any 
final meagre hopes of qualifying for the Champions League next season. But I've also confirmed Arsenal's place at least will be fifth in the table this season. Uh, Man United can no longer catch um, us whatsoever. Uh, West Ham United are too many uh, games and points behind as well to, to worry about that. They can only get to 61 points maximum, but Man United can only get to 61 points. There's even a small slither uh, of hope that Man United could even drop into the Conference League next season. If West Ham are to win uh, their games that they have remaining this season, of course, they do have to play Manchester City. But if they were to win, say, two of their games they've got left, one of them is against Norwich today, the other is against Brighton on the last day of the season, um, then there's a really strong opportunity uh, for West Ham to get into that sixth place because Man United are away to Crystal Palace on the last game of the season. And when you've got a Crystal Palace side that have not really got anything to lose, they can be a bit of a dangerous one with all the pressure on United to win. So we're hoping that West Ham pick up a win today uh, against against Norwich. And then uh, it'd be great to see United just drop into the Conference League next season, which is still very, very possible. They could even get a result against Man City. I'm not saying that's going to happen. They are at home against Man City. I'm not expecting that to happen. But who knows? Maybe uh, we'll get a little bit of fortune and luck and see that happen because that would be really excellent to see Man United drop that far into that competition. Uh, let's jump into our next story and probably the biggest story, to be fair, of yesterday because it was a huge story that affected Arsenal, as we all know. Um, Luis Diaz thankfully equalised after Hyunmin Son put Liverpool 1-0 behind against Spurs and set Arsenal fans on edge. Uh, all of yesterday evening, it was horrible. I had friends over. I couldn't help but put the TV on in the end because I was getting so stressed about the fact that I saw that they come one new up. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to put this on. I need to know, I need to know that Liverpool are going to get this back. And thankfully, they did kind of a job for us. I would, Obviously, we would have happy, been much more happy to see Liverpool batter them and really help the goal difference out. That's not happened. Arsenal are going to have to take this into their own hands today and try and boost their goal difference to as close to uh, Tottenham's as possible. But there is a seven-goal gap between us right now. We could do with a very big win against Leeds United. It would be very much appreciated if we can get as close as feasibly possible to Spurs. But what this does mean is it gives us a top four guarantee. If Arsenal win their next two games against Leeds and Spurs, Arsenal will qualify for the Champions League next season. It's that simple. Easy peasy. You just got to win the next two games. That's all we've got to do. Win your next two. You're in the Champions League next season. It is effectively an FA Cup semi-final and final um, for Arsenal. And if there's one thing that Arsenal have done really well under Arteta, it's when we take one game at a time. We don't get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, we've done pretty well in those scenarios. That's why we won the FA Cup. So fingers crossed. Get a good result today. A really positive, momentum-building result today against a lead side that hopefully will be open. That will uh, will be open enough that we can kind of you know take advantage, exploit the spaces in behind, get a good result against them, and push forwards um, to that Spurs game on Thursday, which is a massive, massive opportunity for us. Um, but what's going to be very interesting is that Chelsea are being drawn into this top four race and it is so gloriously hilarious. Uh, I don't think they're in a top four race, but I certainly think they're in a top three race. If Arsenal win their remaining games of the season, maybe even they don't even have to do that. But if Arsenal win their remaining games of the season, I think Arsenal have a great chance of coming third in the table. Chelsea's fixtures between now and the end of the season are, I mean, they're not 
<laughs> they're not like too difficult to be fair but what they are is they are games that Chelsea could slip up in so they go to they play the, the FA Cup final uh, after they play Leeds on Wednesday so they have to go to Leeds on Wednesday who knows what will happen in that game um we just got to hope that Leeds do another favour for us and get a result there because not only could beating Spurs on Thursday if we beat Leeds today give us top four, but it could even promote us into the third position if Chelsea drop points against Leeds. They then play the FA Cup final. They then play on Thursday against Leicester. Then they play against Watford on the last day of the season. Um, but they play that last day of the season just three days uh, after playing Leicester at home. They have got a very, very hectic run. They play two midweek games, two weekend games, and one of those weekend games is an FA Cup final. And you can see them losing that FA Cup final. And if they do lose that FA Cup final, that would be a huge blow. And that would end their season effectively with them only really needing to finish in the top four. And that mentality on the players and that frustration it's uh there's there's chance there's a chance i'm not going to sit here and say we're going to do it but i'm certainly going to say that there's a real good chance that third place is still very much up for grabs and that's extra money for arsenal you know next season if we achieve it and to consider that arsenal could finish third this year after everything that's happened after the three defeats at the start of the season after the stick that arteta has taken i think you know finishing third would be a hell of an achievement so fingers crossed we can hope that that does happen. Now, the transfer news that I need to talk about is only a couple of stories. First of all, is not the best of news regarding Gabriel Jesus. The report emerged yesterday that Manchester City could choose, even if they sign Haaland, to keep hold of Gabriel Jesus after being impressed with his recent form. Pep Guardiola is very... Uh, is a huge fan of him, despite the fact that he looked likely to leave this summer with a year remaining on his deal. Uh, he wants to be kind of a main man at the club and maybe Haaland arriving will force him out anyway and he would want to move on. But there are reports suggesting that kind of his mindset has maybe slightly changed. I was expecting these stories to come out after his form took a massive jump. Uh, it was always expected that these types of stories would come out. So I'm not going to panic about the idea that Gabriel Jesus is, is going to be remaining with City yet because a lot of work has been put in by Arsenal over the last seven or so months, it seems, to try and get this deal uh, as a real possibility this summer. So let's let's wait and see what happens. Um, but the Erling Haaland deal, I think, is obviously going to be the big crux of that moving forwards. And lastly, Aaron Hickey has actually been speaking about these links that we've all been hearing about, the Bologna left-back Scottish international. He said, I do see quite a lot of talk. One of my friends texted me today saying, what's happening here, lads? <laughs> They're sending me stuff for transfers and talks, but it's nice to know there's interest of other clubs. It gives you some confidence and stuff. You just keep your head down and focus on football. Yeah, look, this is good news. You know, I think this is potentially, this could potentially be Arsenal's first summer signing. 20 million euros, the reported figure. Arsenal are very much interested in the player and they need to bring in a versatile fullback. Uh, I think that that's, that's ultimately where we've got to think about this player is that if we can get this over the line, it's a really good starting point for the summer. Can kick us on towards some bigger signings if we need them. But he's very, very highly rated. Both footed, can play both fullback positions, scores goals, gets assists, and he's still only 19 years of age. Really, really strong potential from Hickey and a chance to sign someone really exceptional. Now, the last thing that I've got to talk to you today is a bit of a favour. I need your help um, today. I'm going to be running the blog for Football London and the live match day blog uh, over there. I've already mentioned this to the members in the Discord server. 
But um, what I'm trying to do with the blog at Football London is make it a lot more engaging, a lot more entertaining and a lot more interactive. And I want to get you guys featuring on Football London's blog for the Leeds game. Now, to do that, you need to do a couple of things. What we've tried to do is get more videos, more interaction, kind of more engaging content into the blog. So if you watched or you were part of or if you tuned into the Football London's live blog for the Manchester United game, which I was hosting, what you will do is you'll see videos of fans uh, giving their previews. You'll see me on there. You'll see Chris on there. You'll see Umar and a lot of the members as well really chipped in and helped out. But I want to make this more, I want to take it away from kind of me, if you know, because I tweeted them out from my own account rather than people tweeting them themselves. So what would be really good is if you have Twitter, which you need to do for this really, unless you don't have Twitter, you can still do it and I'll tell you how in a second. But if you could tweet... Um, your video, your preview ahead of the game, how you're feeling ahead of the match. We've got four hours plus. We've got six hours, I think, till kickoff now. If you could tweet a video of you just, you know, previewing the game at me, at Tom Cantor Media, and put the hashtag FL Arsenal, and we will put it into the blog. Don't swear, because then I can't put it in. But just a video previewing, and after the game as well, you can do the same thing at halftime. You can do your halftime reactions. Any way that you can help out with this blog, um, I would really, really appreciate it. It's kind of going to show kind of the effort and work that's going into making these blogs even better. So just tweet out a video of you reacting at any point, either before, during, after the game, at me, at Tom Cantor Media, hashtag FL Arsenal, and tweet that out. If you don't have Twitter, the way in which you can do this is you can message me on Instagram and send me a video on there, and I'll tweet it out for you. But if you do have Twitter, it'd be great if we can get accounts tweeting the FL Arsenal hashtag and adding Tom Cantor Media on there as well. So if you want to get involved with today's live blog and get onto FL's website with your previews, then that's how you can do it. If you're unsure or you're confused about any of that, just send me a DM and I will try and explain it in any more detail that I feasibly can. Let's uh, let's go to the questions in the chat box then and to the second part of today's show after this quick break. Lovely stuff. Okay, let's uh, let's jump into the chat and see what questions we've got being thrown at us this morning. I suppose we haven't put a poll in the chat today, have we? So let's uh, let's get a poll going in the chat box. Um, will Arsenal <laughs> get third this season? Question mark. There we go. Will Arsenal get third? Easy peasy question. Get voting in the chat box. And once you've dropped a vote, of course, please make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new around here. Uh, let's scroll up. Why am I seeing lots of people talking about Tillemans? There's some massive Tillemans news dropped or something in the last few seconds that I'm unaware of. Um, I can't see anything. <laughs> You'll have to tell me. Um, but do let me know if there's any big Tillemans news that I've somehow forgotten about. Um, let's can you do the poll about Tillemans, says Dan. Uh, it's the polls now about third place, Dan. Apologies. Uh, Michael says it's Champions League football now from the position we are in, or it's failure for Arteta after getting his new contract. I don't agree with you, Michael. I think that we've put ourselves into this position. We've overachieved this season. If we get fourth, we could even get third. We have elevated ourselves to have this opportunity off our own back. And so I can't describe it as a failure, but I can describe it as a disappointment. That's what I would describe it as. Rancy says, will Haaland wear the number 14 or the number 9 shirt? I guess it depends. I'm not sure. I've no idea, Rancid, whether he'll wear the number 9 or the 14 shirt uh, at Manchester City, assuming he does move there. 
next season. Um, Olu says, is the 40 million Tielemans news true? Uh, apparently, we agreed a 40 million pound fee. Wow. If that is the case, let's have a quick check on the old Twitter feeds. 40 million. Arsenal are closing in on a 40 million deal for Yuri Tielemans, reports Dan King, supposedly. Um, I have not had that suggested to me that that is the case, but that doesn't mean it's not true. Um, there is an exclusive from an outlet that I'd rather not name um, that's reporting it. Apparently, Real Madrid are also interested. So there you go. Apparently, Arsenal's 40 million deal for Yuri Tielemans is certainly something. If something more happens, we will talk about it in tomorrow morning's show. But uh, at the moment, I've heard nothing on that. <laughs> at all um which again as i say it doesn't mean it's true but it does come from a source that i'd rather not uh suggest uh azrael azrael says uh tom will you would you rather keep the 4-2-3-1 formation with tommy asu at right back or would you take a back three with gabriel white and tommy asu with saliba coming into the back of the squad um i think i'd stick with the 4-3-3 that we're currently using at the moment i would then bring saliba in integrate him and rotate I don't think we need to try and force all three of them in. But what I do think is that all of them can rotate with one another, especially with European football, guaranteed for next season. Omar, thank you so much for the donation, mate. Since I have some cash to spare, I thought, why not share it? Hopefully a win later on too. Have a nice day, Tom. Omar, you've been one of our most committed and long-serving watchers of the channel. And uh, it's an absolute pleasure to have you in there every single day um, that we have you in here. So thank you so much for the the kind donation and appreciate your kind words as well. Cubic says, Tom, what do you think of the new Arsenal anthem, The Angel by Louis Dunford? Personally, I think it's banging North London forever. Yeah, it's interesting because he might be at the stadium, it seems today. There could be something happening at the ground to do with Louis Dunford and the song. Uh, I hope that there is because I think it's great. I love the nostalgia of it. I love the unity of it. I love the anthem kind of feel of it. I know that it's not everyone's taste of music, and that's fine. But what I do think is that the chorus is definitely very footballistic in its nature. And I think it's something that hopefully all of us can kind of get behind. And who knows, maybe Arsenal will finally have kind of their own You'll Never Walk Alone-esque anthem uh, at the Emirates, which would be quite special um, to hear that being sung, especially if it's on the back of a big victory against Leeds. So let's wait and see. Um, <laughs> Odirile says, should we go defensive against Spurs? I mean, they have more of a reason to win. What I think we need to be careful of is playing into their counter-attack. That's what we need to make sure. Not losing that game is arguably more important than winning it. And that sounds mad considering we could qualify for the Champions League by winning it. But not losing against Spurs is the, is the has to be the priority. <laughs> you know, we can't afford to lose that game. We really, really can't. So let's wait and see. Wilson says, do you think that Arsenal should use a back three formation against Leeds and Spurs? I think what we should do is whatever team we're going to use against Spurs, we need to play today for that consistency. We need to make sure that we've got as much successiveness going into those two games. Whether or not that is a back three, we'll have to wait and see. I don't think we will go for a back three today. I think there is also a feel around the idea that we need to score a lot of goals today to try and close that uh, goal difference. So we'll have to wait and see if that turns out to be the case. But... Uh, yeah, look, I think that I, I think there's an opportunity for us to play to Spurs' weaknesses. And typically when you match Spurs up with the back three, they tend to struggle. So maybe that's something that we could try and do on Thursday. 
Um, Jason, what's my prediction? 3-0 Arsenal, mate. Uh, I hope it's more, but 3-0 is my prediction for today. Doob says, Tom, what was your point target at the beginning of the season? I didn't really have a points target. I have a position target, um, which is always going to be, for me, getting back into Europe. I said fifth. I, th- I said we had the fifth best squads in the league at the start of the season. And it looks like that's about where we are. I think that Man United, sure, they've underperformed. I thought they would finish in the top four this year. I thought Spurs would finish sixth, um, especially when they had Nuno as manager. That did change when they appointed Conte. I thought they would be, you know, pushing a lot more with Arsenal into the top higher higher echelons of the league. But uh, yeah, I think that Man United have so so underperformed and just and that's you know we've still had to outperform them. You know, we've beaten them, we've lost to them. We've got a good result against them and, and teams that they've also lost to or beaten this season. So it, you can't contain the unpredictability of the Premier League and you can't point to teams like Man United being poor as a reason for why we are because we're on for a points tally that correlates with other Premier League top four finishing sides. So the evidence is there to suggest that we are there off the back of our own merits and not because of the poor uh, nature of other sides. Um, Farad says, surely Arsenal can score some goals today against a much open Leeds team. Can't make a below average team look like Man City. Have you watched Arsenal before? <laughs> we have a habit of doing that. Jose says, uh, do you think we should go for Calvin Phillips regardless if Leeds go down? Uh, it depends on the price but I think there are better central midfielders out there for us to go and target. Uh, Byron says, Tom, do you think Arteta will add depth to a 4-2-3-1 formation or get players who are more flexible? I still think it's... I, I, the formation is 4-3-3. That's what we're playing right now. Um, Nenny is the deepest. Xhaka is slightly further forward than him. And Odegaard has come deeper to play in kind of that midfield two with Xhaka. So it's more of a 4-3-3 formation uh, that we've been playing for quite a significant period of time now. Um, but I think that what we will do is we'll add that one or two big marquee world-class players, hopefully, this summer. And on top of that, then we'll add, you know, the the depth, the Aaron Hickeys of this world, players that can add some quality and some versatility to the team. I think that's what we will do. Um, Shreya says, Tom, would you take Arthur Mellon? <laughs> or rather Mello, as Shreyas then corrects. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think he's an upgrade on what we've got. I would have brought him in on loan in January to add a little bit of depth but I wouldn't have brought him in on a permanent deal. Uh, I don't think he upgrades on what we've already got necessarily at the club. Daz says, what is the way back for Lokonga to the team? He's young and credited a lot by Henri, so I think there's still a player there. There is absolutely still a player there. Look, he's still young. He's, he's been playing games, sure, but Elneny has been much more necessary because of his experience in such a crucial time. I think the fact that we didn't have European football has hurt Lokonga. I think we'll have that next season. His you know rotation for Lokonga next season would certainly help him. But... We didn't have the opportunity this year really to use him as much as maybe we could have done it. More so in the second half of the year. In the first half of the year, he got lots of game time. Second half, not so much. And I'm not sure that a 21-year-old Lukonga, when he came in, thought he would have played as much as he did this season when you've got Partey and Jacques Renel Nenny already at the club. So I think actually when you consider it, he's he's got a fair amount of games uh, for what we expected of him this season. Sasha, how stressed am I about the North London derby? I can't put it into words. I hate it. I hate. I hate it so much. I. I just the emotions, the fear, the angst, the anxiety. It's just so many negative, horrible feelings around the derby because the idea of losing it is just so awful, so awful, and that's why I can't. 
I hate talking about it. <laughs> and I've got a whole week. Thankfully, it's a midweek game. So uh, I don't have to talk about it too much. But uh, it could be huge. And obviously, when you win it, it's great. I've been to North London derbies and they're amazing. But I just hate the build-up. I hate the the talking about it. I hate all of the predictions because they're just so unpredictable. You don't know. You can't really predict what's going to happen, rarely. You could predict sometimes. I mean, the amount of times we played into Jose Mourinho's trap for Spurs was ridiculous. Um, but you can't predict them. You, you just can't predict these types of games. You really can't. Make sure you drop a like on the video, guys, as well. I can see people are prompting. Make sure you drop a vote on our poll uh, before as well. Let's have a quick check. There's been 226 votes on that poll, and yet only 103 likes. Make sure you drop a like on the video, guys. Will Arsenal get third? Yes, 42%. No, 58%. I'll tell you what, if I'd have asked you after Southampton when we lost that game, do you think Arsenal will get third this season? I wonder what this poll would have been. And that shows you the progression that's been made over the last couple of weeks or so since that Southampton loss. Amazing that even 42% of us think that we could get third uh, this season still is is crazy. Uh, JM says, Tom, will you send a DM to Arteta just to let him know that we should not go toe-to-toe with Tottenham? But knowing Arteta, he did go toe-to-toe with Man City and Liverpool. And we didn't come out of wins in those games, but they are different teams to Spurs. What I would say going toe-to-toe with Spurs, and if you mean attacking them, is not always going to give you the best result because they are the best counter-attacking team in the league. And so you can't overcommit because you will be burnt. And that's what we need to be really careful of when we play them on Thursday. Um, Len says, if we win our games against Leeds and Spurs, we are back in the Champions League. We are indeed. Sean says, who of the youth players do you think will get a debut next season? Uh, I think that there's opportunities for... Now I think about it, you know, I don't know who's going to go on loan. You would have said players like maybe Flores or Hutchinson, but it looks like they might go on loan. Mika Bireth as well could go on loan too. So it's going to be tricky to work out. I think that, you know, Patino could get a Premier League debut, maybe coming off the bench, but I'm not sure beyond that. I think other players will either stay or they'll go on loan. Brooke Norton Cuffey, you know, he's possibly one that maybe gets a first-team opportunity. Let's wait and see. Lynn says, I watched the Liverpool game yesterday and I felt as if it was us out there. I felt sick. I absolutely empathise with you, Lynn. I felt exactly the same way. It was horrid. Absolutely horrid. And right at the end, when Heuerberg had the chance to knock the header down to Kane, oh, that was a heart-in-mouth moment if you've ever seen one. Uh, Ifair says, Tom, if you had the opportunity to talk to the players before the Leeds game, what would you tell them? What do I tell them? Um, To be honest, one, I'm not a manager. I've never been in that scenario. I I would always go down the route after you've done all your tactical preparation and you've done that throughout the week, of course, to just go out there and enjoy it. Um, Play without pressure. Play without expectation. Play, obviously, in the knowledge that you that you know what to do and you know what their weaknesses are, but you go out there and have fun because if you're enjoying it and the pressure's off, you play better. You know, that's what you've got to do. You've got to try and lift that pressure off of them. You've got to give them the, you know, you've got to give them the push and the motivation, but it's most of all going out there and enjoying their football. When they play good football, we play some pretty darn good stuff. And that's, you know, it's as simple as that for me. Um, <laughs> tell them to win. <laughs> tell them to win. Just win. Um, but yeah, I I think they know that. I don't think you have to tell them to go out and win. I think you have to tell them you have to try and get the pressure off. You have to get them calm. You have to get them composed. Because if they've got that pressure, if there's this overriding like, voice in the back of their head, you're screaming, you've got to win. You know, sometimes it's not always the best thing. Some players thrive off that, some players don't. And without knowing them inside out, it's hard to. But 
they got to go out and enjoy it. Um, they got to go out and play their best game and play their best football and uh, understand what's at, what's at stake still as well. Uh, Sasha says, if we play defensive against Spurs, the most likely outcomes will be 1-0, 0-0, 0-1 or 1-1. 75% of those outcomes is good for us. Yeah. Draws or a win in that game is good for us. If we win today, it would maintain a four-point gap and all we'd need to do is beat one of Everton or, or Newcastle and it's ours. That's the situation. We win today and we win against Spurs, we're in it. We win today, we draw against Spurs, and you win one game against Everton or Newcastle, and it's yours. You win today, and you lose against Spurs. I think you have to win the last two games. I can't see Spurs dropping points against Burnley and Norwich, especially Burnley are now without Ben Mee and James Tarkovsky, I think. I think Burnley are going to get turned over. We'll see. But I just don't see Spurs dropping points in the last two games, so... Let's wait and see what happens. Uh, Len says, TGT prediction. I say 3-1. I'm going for 3-0. I'm hoping it's going to be a big, big win. And uh, we'll have to wait and see. Aaron says, how many points do you think we'll get in our last 12? I think we'll get 10. I hope it's 10. <laughs> but uh, And that would be enough. Uh, but as long as we win the next two games, mate, that's all I care about. All I care about indeed. We are going to wrap things up there. Uh, there won't be a show on the whistle today on this channel. There will be a show on the whistle on the Arsenal way. I'll be joined by Bailey to talk about the fallout from today's game. So make sure you do tune in probably around four o'clock-ish um, for the post-match show on the Arsenal way. And then there'll be a show on this channel either later today, really late, probably into the evening because I'm out this evening, or tomorrow morning in the usual 8am show. So there will be content. Um, last thing to say for those, please, uh, we, and as I said before, I need your help. Uh, on today's blog for football.london if you could send in your videos tweet your videos out at me at tom Cantor media hashtag fl arsenal thoughts on the game ahead of the game you can tweet me throughout the game with some reactions to goals when they go in and we can put them onto the blog and after the game as well you can tweet me your reactions um just tweet them to me hashtag fl arsenal i'll get them onto the blog don't swear because then i can't put them on so if we if you get if we score and you get excited, try to hold back the expletives, um, and I'll get them onto the blog. It really does help me out. It really helps the blog out, and uh, I could really do with with that help. So yeah, there you go. That's that's the begging over from me. And we do finish the show in a pretty positive way with Andrew Franklin joining up as a brand new member. Thank you, Andrew, for the support. Really appreciate that. And uh, I'm sure that you get a lot of people welcoming you already in the chat box. Let's keep our fingers crossed for three points and a big big win today against Leeds. Huge game, huge expectation. Oh, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's go four points clear. Come on, guys. Let's smash the like button. Let's smash the subscribe button. Let's smash the blog a little bit later on, as always. Up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.